We'll start with the first two verses here. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth. And um, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. We'll stop right there for right now. What do we know about the Corinthian church? It was the perfect church, right? <laughs> Especially in the first letter. It was riddled with problems, right? Feel free to interact. I'm, um, I wasn't asking for an amen. Uh, you know, riddled with problems. What kind of problems? Fornication in chapter 5. Divisions. Um, talking about Paul, Apollos, Cephas. And um, any other issues? They had everything going on. Um, I find it interesting here that um, moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And um, to shift gears, what are the five most popular people? Five, I'm going to say popular, but first five names that you think of from the book of Acts to the end of the Bible. Just Paul, Peter. John, any others? Timothy is a good one. One more? Mark, James, okay. Um, and actually, Brennan, you nailed it. Timothy. Because down in verse 17 of chapter 4, we see, For this cause have I sent unto you, who? Timotheus. How would you like to be the one that's sent to clean up this mess? <laughs> I've entitled this message, Faithfulness in Action. Faithfulness in Action. I think moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. I think as we go along, we'll see that Timothy is faithfulness in action. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we can spend in your word. I pray that you would speak to our hearts. Help us to be faithful and serving in our church. In Jesus' name, amen. Faithfulness in action. I, I looked up a few facts about Timothy and uh, came across one website and said 64 facts about Timothy, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't write them all down. You know, the, nothing that Timothy ever said is recorded in Scripture. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Yet his name is included at the beginning of Six books, at least. And, is, and yet, in addition to the two books that were written directly to him. Um, he, his name is included in, in uh, the beginning of Second Corinthians, Philippians, Colossians, both epistles to the Thessalonians, and Philemon. He was a pretty popular guy with Paul, wasn't he? But we don't really think about him that much because he was just always there. Paul never really said anything negative about him. Um, he accompanied Paul throughout the book of Acts and the name Timothy means honoring God and I, I think that his name represents him very well um, you could say that Timothy was a third generation Christian I don't know how 
accurate of a statement that would be. We know that his grandmother and his mother were saved. We don't know how long they were saved before he was born. So the term third generation, depending on how you figure that. Um, His father was a Greek. And um, we're going to take a look at a few things tonight um, about Timothy that hopefully we can apply to our lives as well. And shows the faithfulness of Timothy. Um, First of all, I see that Timothy was faithful in following a godly teacher. Uh, We see in, if you turn to Acts chapter 16, Acts chapter 16, verse number one, we see, Then came he to Derbe and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess and believed, but his father was a Greek. This is Paul's second time through um, this area. And um, it's unclear at what point Timothy got saved, if it was during that first time through, or um, obviously he had been saved at some point, either that first time through or in between. And, um, let's see, oh, verse 2, which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. So first of all, we see Timothy, he was faithful right where he was. He was faithful in his local church, his local area. Um, And then he started going with Paul in verse number 3. Him would Paul have to go forth with him. And took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew that all that his father was a Greek. You know, um, he was faithful in following a godly teacher. He submitted to Paul's leadership. And uh, from the get-go right here, he went with Paul. And um, he submitted himself to him to follow him throughout the book of Acts, throughout the rest of the book of Acts. And... um, we see that he was sent to several different places. We'll see that here in just a minute. But he submitted to Paul's leadership. Uh, he submitted to Paul's teachings. Um, in 1 Corinthians, we'll be flipping back and forth a little bit here. 1 Corinthians 4. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Timothy wasn't going around teaching whatever he wanted. He had what you would call Paul's game plan, maybe. I don't know what exactly, I mean, there there are a few things that, that Paul taught, and we'll take a look at some of the other things that Paul wrote to Timothy in the book that was specifically written to Timothy. Um, Probably some of the things that he reinforced in certain of those some of those churches. Um, we see in, in uh, not only did he submit to Paul's teachings, but he, he helped reinforce his teachings. Um, we see in verse 15 and 16 here in chapter 4, For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, 
yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. And um, I looked up that word instructors. And it's, the root word is uh, pedagogue. Pedagogue is a basically a teacher or a, uh, a tutor. The difference between a father and a tutor, I mean, they're similar in some ways. They both teach you how to do stuff, right? But the father has a whole lot more invested. It's almost like the difference between um, when Jesus was talking about his sheep, hear his voice, and he's the shepherd, and the mercenaries. The mercenaries have no investment in that flock, no investment in keeping that flock safe. Um, but the shepherd, that's everything that he's got. These people came to the knowledge of Christ through Paul. So he felt that responsibility. And he, he believed that Timothy was faithful enough. Um, he was faithful in the Lord. And he, he believed that Timothy could t take care of the situation and preach what Paul would preach if he were there. Um, in 1 Timothy 1-2... where Paul starts talking to him, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope unto Timothy, mine own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Um, then he goes in, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. I mean, he, t he trusted Timothy as his own son. He had trained him. He trusted him. Uh, we see that he even stayed with Silas uh, in Acts seventeen fourteen. 14. Um, I mean, he was basically the third man on the Paul and Silas team. Who was the third man on the previous Paul team? John Mark. It's Paul and Barnabas um, and John Mark. And uh, I find it interesting that Paul went right back and picked up another preacher boy, I guess you might call him, or a young young boy to travel along, or young man, to travel along with he and his partner in the ministry. And uh, we see that Timothy was a faithful, he was faithful in following his godly teacher. And uh, secondly, I see that Timothy was faithful in laboring. He worked to reinforce Paul's teaching to several different local churches. We see in the letter to the Ephesians, or the one I just read, 1 Timothy 1.3, talking about doctrinal purity, you know, keeping away the distractions. And um, probably should mark that. But thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless gene genealogies which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. We see that he was 
sent to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 4.17. And then we even see um, in chapter 16, verses 10 and 11, Now if Timotheus come, see that he, he may be with you without fear, for he worketh the work of the Lord, as I also do. Let no man therefore despise him, but conduct him forth in peace, that he may come unto me, for I look for him with the brethren. My understanding of this is Timothy was sent there, but he had not arrived yet. Um... And Paul was telling them, treat him just like he were me. I, I trust this, this kid, I guess you might say, uh, in other places, talks about his youth. So he was a younger guy. Let no man therefore despise him. And um, so Paul obviously trusted him. And I see, first of all, to remind them of the gospel. In 2 Corinthians 1.19, um, For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me, and Silvanus, and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. And um, he was sent to remind them of the gospel. He was sent, them to, sent there to oversee the growth of these Corinthian believers. Uh, through their divisions, through their carnality, um, as was mentioned before, all the problems really that were going on there, um, where he told them, be followers of me even as I also am of Christ. And he sent Timothy to reinforce these truths that he had preached to them. Um, we see that Paul sent Timothy to the Philippians in Philippians 2.19. Philippians 2.19, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know, of your, know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. But you know the proof of him that as a son with the Father he hath served with me in the gospel. Now, that doesn't show faithfulness. I don't know what does. Uh, him, therefore, I hope to send presently so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. Um, he sent Timothy to the Philippians to check up on their spiritual condition. And we see the Thessalonians as well. And uh, in 1 Thessalonians 3, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone, and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no man should be moved by these afflictions, for yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know... For this cause, 
when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. But now, when Timotheus came from you unto us, and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. These Thessalonian believers were going through some trials, some tribulations. And uh, Timothy was there and he, not only he gave a report, but he helped them through that situation. So we see that Timothy was faithful in laboring. He wasn't just a bump on a log, so to speak. He got involved. We see that in the letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, particularly the first letter, 1 Timothy, Timothy was given the standards to apply in local churches. Um, the first one I see, he was given the standard concerning authority. Uh, in 1 Timothy 2, I exhort therefore that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. He was given the standard concerning authority. And... Um, The leaders in, in their day were probably more wicked than the ones that we have today. Um, secondly, I see that he was given the standard of mediation. In verse number 5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. There was one mediator. You know, so many people have tried to go so many other different ways. Oh, we can pray to Mary. We can pray to these saints over here. But Jesus Christ is the only, only mediator between God and men. And uh, Paul reinforced that in 2 Timothy 2.19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. He was given the standards of leadership. Um, in 1 Timothy 3, if a man desire the office of, of bishop, he desireth a good work. Um, and deacons as well. He established even the, the standards of teachers. In 1 Timothy 2.12, you know, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp the authority over the man, but to be in silence. Um, I also see that he was given the standard of example. 1 Timothy 4. Verse number 12 in particular. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, 
and conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Be an example in all these areas. In verse 15, he says, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. We also see the standard of the word of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. I mean, this is some deep stuff that Paul is entrusting to Timothy. And obviously, Paul respected Timothy enough to send him places to help, help churches in need and trusted him to teach the correct doctrine. We see in 1 Timothy 5, um, I call it the standard of respect for others, basically how, how to interact with people in the church. Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren. The elder women, his mothers. He was a young man. He needed a little bit of direction. But fourthly, I see that Timothy was exhorted to keep fighting the fight. In 2 Timothy 4, verses 1 through 8, I charge thee therefore... Before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. You know, Paul was getting ready. He said, I have fought a good fight. But just before that, he, he told Timothy, he said, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Um, secondly, I see that he said, watch in all things. Watch in all things. Endure afflictions. And um, uh, Hebrews 13, 23. Um, 
writer of Hebrews there mentions, know, know ye that our brother Timothy is set at liberty, with whom if he comes shortly, I will see you. Set at liberty. Sounds like he was in prison. Enduring affliction. And then verse 11. Only Luke is with me. What are the next two words? Take Mark. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me in the ministry. Paul recognized at this point that Mark was profitable for ministry. And it's interesting who he assigned Mark to. Say, hey, Timothy, do you mind taking care of Mark for me? Bring him along with you. Because he's profitable for ministry. I don't think Timothy probably won any awards for anything. I mean, Paul was the greatest missionary of all time. Peter was the greatest pastor of all time. Um, how many others? Uh, Luke was the greatest doctor of all time, right? Smile a little bit, will you? Jesus was the best evangelist ever. Timothy? Kind of think of the tortoise and the hare. Tortoise just kept on plugging away. Church after church after church helped them resolve their issues. Um... I mean, the second book of Corinthians is a whole lot better than when he wrote the first, right? And if Timothy was in the, you know, that's a little bit of um, reading into things, I guess you might say. But Paul expected Timothy, he expected a lot of Timothy. And uh, according to what I, you know, what I presented this evening, I think Timothy was a great example of faithfulness in the ministry in following the example of Paul. And I believe that there are several many several things in here that we can take from it. I'm just going to go over my main points again. First of all, Timothy was a faith was faithful in following a godly teacher. You know, I think we've got one of those here, don't we? Um um I'm blessed to be in this family. I get to see a little bit more, I guess, and, you know, over there, goofing off. But uh, pretty much in everything, I would say that Pastor Byler is a godly teacher. Timothy was faithful in laboring. I think we can do that, can't we? We can be faithful in our local church work to help reinforce the doctrines that our pastor is teaching in our local church we see that Timothy was given the standards to apply in the local church and Timothy was exhorted to keep fighting the fight May we all this evening determine to be faithful where God has put us. And uh, be 
be faithful in laboring, be faithful in submitting ourselves to the leadership, to the teachings, and uh, to keep fighting the fight. Let's pray.